Parenting your much-loved dog is a relationship like no other. Our dogs are individuals and there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to training. Hi, I'm Dr Holly Tett, professional dog trainer and clinical psychologist, and each week on Letters from Your Dog, we'll look at understanding specific dog training questions and struggles from your dog's point of view. Thanks for being here. Let's get to the episode. Hello there and welcome back to Letters from Your Dog. This is episode 38 and this is a special bonus episode because this week in the UK it's Mental Health Awareness Week. As a clinical psychologist and as a human being, Mental Health Awareness Week is so, so important to me. I think we've come a long way in speaking about our feelings, our experiences, our emotions in the last decade or two, but there's still a heck of a long way to go. And I know so many people, including myself at times, have felt very alone with their mental health difficulties. So this episode is about how you can just do a few little simple things to help both your mental health and that of your dog. And the theme is permission. So whether that's giving permission to yourself or if you need it from someone else, I'm going to go ahead and give you permission as well to do these things. So this is going to be short and sweet and I'm going to get started now. So the first one is the most important one for me. So even if you just listen to this one, please try and take it in. Give yourself permission to forgive yourself. We all mess up sometimes. This could be with your dog, this could be with your job, your relationships, anything at all. We all mess up. No matter how hard you try and no matter how perfect you try to be, there are going to be times where you do things that you think, oh gosh, I really wish I hadn't done that. I feel guilty, I feel bad, I feel stupid, whatever it might be. I'm going to give you a personal example. So as you know, I am a force-free behaviorist. I do not believe in using fear or intimidation when working with dogs at all. The other day I screamed at my dog, and I mean screamed. Now the scenario was that I was cooking in the kitchen. (laughs) Haha, cooking. I was boiling a pan of water for an egg. It wasn't really cooking. (laughs) Those of you who know me well know I don't really do that. But I had hot water in my hand. My dog got under my feet, and I tripped basically and I was about to throw a pan of hot water over her head essentially and I screamed move and sort of pushed her out of the way luckily didn't burn her got the water to the sink now bless her she sort of flinched when I shouted at her and oh my gosh I didn't get that image out of my head for days I felt so bad and guilty now obviously it was instinctual I was trying to protect her but even if it wasn't that scenario even if she just really annoyed me and I'd snapped it's not ideal. We never want to do that, but we're human and sometimes it happens. So today I want you to forgive yourself for something that you've done that you've been worrying about, stressing about, having sleepless nights about. Try and let it go. The second one, give yourself permission to be an advocate for your dog, for yourself. No one else out there has control over you. They don't have the ability to tell you what you should or shouldn't be doing with your dog or your life. It's your life. You only get one as far as we're aware. (laughs) And you want to live it in a way that feels good and comfortable and harmonious for you. Your dog's life is even much shorter than yours in most cases. So do what feels right to you. Do what feels right for your dog. Be their advocate. Stand up for them. Say no when that trainer asks you to do that thing that you don't feel comfortable with. And that's in turn going to make you an advocate for yourself as well. 
Because when you stand up for someone more vulnerable than you, like your dog, you start to be able to stand up for yourself too. Number three, allow yourself to put your needs first. You have permission to put your needs first. That old adage, put your oxygen mask on before helping others, could not be more important when it comes to working with dogs. We need to be able to be in an emotional place that is capable to be able to teach, to help, to support our dogs through difficult things and good things as well. We need to be able to be available for them. And you can't be available for others, dogs or people, if you're not looking after yourself. So if you can just do one thing today, giving you permission to do one thing that's just about you and no one else, something that's going to make you feel good and you feel capable and you feel confident just find that one thing today next one giving you permission to be silly (laughs) and free and run around and make stupid noises with your dog and throw toys in the air and throw food in the air and run back and forth and do whatever just makes you both laugh I spent so many years of my life being cripplingly self-conscious. If I look at myself now, the stupid noises and stupid games that I play with my dog, much to their delight, if you told 17-year-old me to go and do that, I would have shriveled in fear and embarrassment. And now I just think, oh my gosh, again, life is too short. So give yourself permission to be silly, to have fun and to be free. Two more. Penultimate one, give yourself permission to prioritize time with your dog and no one else. Dogs are such wonderful company and so often we have to share them with our children, our partners, our training facility, our behaviorist, our neighbor, other people in the park. Just take some time in a quiet place, just you and your dog. Watch nature, watch the world go by, walk together, play with their ball, whatever it is that you like to do. One of my favourite things to do with my dogs, I take them to a very secluded little stream where I've barely ever seen anyone else, to be honest, during the week. And we just paddle together. (laughs) In the winter, I wear my wellies. In the summer, I go barefoot. And we just walk up and down and look in the water. And it's one of the most wonderful things. So give yourself permission to prioritise just a little slice of time, just you and your dog. And the last one, Give yourself permission to reach out for support when you need it. Mental health can be really fragile, just like physical health can. And there is absolutely no shame in asking for support when you need it. In fact, asking for support when you need it often means that you don't need further support in the future. Often we leave it to the point where we're absolutely desperate and then we have to really lean on people. So if you're someone that's worried about being a burden or being too much for your friends or family, try and seek support a little bit sooner. Share you support them, they support you. That's part of friendship. That's part of relationships. So give yourself permission to do all of those things today. Permission to forgive yourself, permission to be an advocate for you and your dog, permission to put your needs first, permission to be silly and free, permission to prioritize time with your dog and no one else. And finally, permission to reach out when you need to. Take care. Just before you go, this is just a reminder that this week is Mental Health Awareness Week. 
If you're struggling with your mental health, please don't suffer in silence. Reach out to someone, be that a friend, a family member, a neighbour, a colleague or a professional if you feel you need that level of support. It can feel very lonely when you feel depressed, anxious, hearing voices, seeing things that aren't there, whatever it is that your experience is. But if you can reach out to just one other person, then everyone can feel that little bit less alone. You're not on your own and we're all here to support you. Take care.